Turn podcast. Turn podcast. Turn podcast. Find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Now you can see what it takes to create something for y'all to listen to and watch. I hope y'all appreciate it. Let's get it. So, UFC 292 from Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Sean O'Malley, Aljamain uh, Sterling, okay. Zhang Wei Li, Amanda I Lemos. think the card was a little weak in the middle. I like the card a lot. I know. I think. I think. Who, I watched this since the beginning. The card? The, 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 the first one was Chito Vera. Chito Vera. That should have been like versus Pedro the, Munoz. The girls. Yeah, it would have made it more exciting. Well, who was before the girls? Isn't it Ian Gary? Yeah, Ian yeah, Gary that was a good fight. Is, uh, that was a good fight. The but one you're talking was about not, was no, 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 you're talking no, no, about no, no, Mario that Batista. That was not a good fight. That was not a good fight. No, it wasn't that a good was fight, bro. A beat down. Yes, it was. Which is, which is, I'm okay with watching. That's it, fine. With, I'll watch That's that. Not a fight though, bro. No, it's not. Nah, bro. Nah, I want to see same, fights. Same thing with the girls, bro. Way Lee. Nah, that was that was that was a better that was a way better fight. That was a bro. Are you serious? Bro, which bro, one was that? Were you saw the connections? Was? Byron. That girl what, had like what? 60 something and then this girl had like But four. there was one round where she 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 started to turn it up. Bro, Whaley where, yeah, the, like, where Whaley was, like was the fourth round. Whaley was tired of grappling for a long ass time. Round. Which was, uh, that's what, again, I think it was a good card because you I don't feel like it was like, strikes, it was a decent though? card. What we're talking about is the order of it. Yeah, maybe what do you want? Yeah. You wanted the Mario Bautista to start? That yeah, one to be the first that one, been definitely. Been and then Chito Vera, and then or and then Ian Gary, and yes. then Chito Vera. But yes. as of what you're yes. talking about, now that you're naming the names, and I'm remembering the fights and stuff, you're right. It was a good card. It was a good as, card. Like, these guys were um, top of the line, top tier athletes. Zayling, I know what you mean. She did dominate, but it was a great performance. Like in me, in my opinion, that's that's what it was for me. Yeah, I honestly thought it was. Um... It was boring in the beginning, like the first two, three rounds. Of which Actually, one? Wings they two, Yeah. First two <laughs> rounds were boring, but by the third round, fourth, it started getting a bit more interesting. Like, yeah. The other I, I, uh, Brazilian chick was like... For me, it's just, it was it was good to see just Wang, her, her, her involvement each fight, she's just getting better and better the more I see each fight that I see. So that's why, that for me, that was what I really liked about... Um, about about this card, seeing that from her, seeing that from even Ian Gary, you know, uh, how he was supposed to fight Jeff Neal, which I feel like would have been a tougher fight, to be honest, because we saw Jeff Neal fight Neil Magny. We've seen Jeff Neal fight other guys. Um, so I think that would have been a a, a, a a bigger challenge for him. Uh, so I don't the know, card bro. was cool for this me. Kid, Chris this... Weidman was was the one that I that was scared to share to me. Bro. I'm upset. That Did I you see that, that one fight? That was before before that was the feature that was a, prelim. That was the last prelim. Mm-hmm. The feature yeah. fight. Yeah, Chris Weidman lost. I thought he would win it. Dana White. I, I, I heard didn't. Of Dana Wright honestly, said, uh, he should retire. That's a lot. Yeah, of I think yeah, so well, too. He's already thirty nine. And I, I yeah. like Dana's um, reasoning. Like he's done everything he's had to in this sport. He's accomplished he's been a all the, exactly, bro. Like the injury that he had, bro, and then he he toured one or something in his knee in this fight too. One of the oh, MCLs, an ACL, yeah. an ACL, MCL, one of those. So the fact that that happened, it's it's a it's a very big uh, deal. That you're basically not, telling that's you that's a whole other year you're gonna be out, bro. It's basically telling you that your body is uh, going to it's turning against you. Yeah, it's turning against. Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it's father it time is the same, like all that. Father time is undefeated, and regardless of what kind of industry you're in, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's gonna be a time, Enzo, where you're gonna have to like. Hang it up from barbering, or at least not as frequent. Or you know, what I mean, you ever thought no, about honestly, that? At some this point? is one of the careers that you see motherfuckers go for 80, 80 years old. They complaining and crying about shit, but they going, bro. Like it's like yeah. it's a craft that yeah, you're you're in pain. Trust me. And then I've heard of people getting carpal tunnels and all this stuff, right? But that's why, as of late, bro, I've been trying to make it more conscious effort of hitting the gym with you because yeah. of that. Understanding that my body, especially after my addiction, can give up on you, can give up on me, and it's gonna turn on me at one point. Get I need up. to strengthen it so that when it does, you know, Good like go. I need to start a, looking a at vitamins. Of, a lot of shit. men lose bone density because they don't lift weights, and the thing is that your body is like, if you don't use it, Facts. you're gonna lose it. Facts, and that's why they recommend that you lift weights even as you're an older man. Because was, you want to keep that muscle mass and keep uh, the bone density. It was crazy. I was saying that this Fuchito Vera, bro, he runs 15 miles a day, bro. That's just that's just his on the he daily, looked, bro. He looked unfazed, bro. Like he looked like how can I tell you? Like the like he was he was concentrated, but at the same time not there. Like like kind of like I felt like he felt like Munoz was nothing. 
Because he just kept walking forward, walking forward. And but he this was is the thing that I was telling my brother. Like, this is what I was talking on the, on the What I was talking about on the chat was that I didn't feel like this was a guy that showed up in his last fight against Corey Sanhagen. Correct. Yes, against I Corey agree. Sanhagen, it was because like, that's when he had the biggest opportunity. Like, he bro, was on you, a winning streak. Right, you could have gone to fight. You could have been the one fighting um, Sean O'Malley right now, but you fucking fucked up and, and lost in that way. Well, I think that's why people are are also saying that sh- that Sanhagen should be getting the next title opportunity. And I think that Sanhagen is he's a he's a killer, dude. Kader, San Sanhagen is not for me. Every oh, time he gets into it. that fight, he's getting in there to. But he's also no, reckless, and no. he might get caught. The by only Sean time O'Malley. that he that I see him, I was a doubter. Of Sean the only, the only time that Sanhagen got caught early like that was against Sterling when Sterling backpacked him in the first like in the first like minute or thirty seconds, bro. He got him immediately and choked him out. Um, but besides that, like Sanhagen, when it comes to the striking game, that dude is no joke. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, the, what sucks right now is he tore his bicep or his tricep in his last fight. So that's why he's not going to be able to fight in this quick turnaround so that O'Malley wants. Uh, Chito, yeah, in December, he's calling for that. Yeah, and then we yeah. just heard that Connor's not... I mean, I heard it from three different, a couple of different sources. In, in Dana White's press conference in the post-fight, he said that it's not going to happen this year, it's next year. Connor already said... He, well, the USADA, he didn't start it in June. Yeah, and then Connor also said, like, he tweeted out something, he said something where he was like, they're not letting me fight. This they're not letting me fight. You got to do six months, like, before you get tested and all that. So like, so that's the, not that's, them letting them that's fight. The current, you got to follow the rules. That's the current verdict. Yeah, as of right now with uh, with Connor and whatnot. And then we got to see the Ultimate Fighter finale on this card as well. Mm-hmm. It was Brad Katona, and he's the first one to be a two-time champion or two-time Ultimate Fighter winner because mm-hmm. he had won it previously. And I think he actually won it when – I don't know if it was when Connor was – He was in Chandler's team, right? Yeah, but he got switched over to Connor's because of wow. Connor's because Connor lost all of his he lost all of his team, bro. They all got eliminated, bro. So some of the I think I don't know how many fighters exactly, but Brad Katona was one of them that went to Team McGregor. And Brad, I Katona, didn't watch the show, bro. I gave up watching it after. I think I want to say after episode four, I, I just kept, because it became one sided and it's not entertaining. I can't, and the trash talk wasn't even. Entertaining. Well, to me, yeah, it's not. It's no longer competitive in the aspect of McGregor versus Chandler, but it's still competitive in the aspect of you're still seeing like upcoming fighters. Yeah, and then someone that's gonna get a contract out of it. You know what I mean? So, like in that aspect, I stayed tuned into it, not watching like the episodes too much, mm-hmm. but still was watching like. The post fight stuff, highlights of it, things on social media, so tweet like about snippets? it. Yeah, things like that. You know what okay. I mean? That kind of gave me the insight. And then also before these fights, that's how I just knew that, oh, the, who, who the, the, fina- the finalists were basically. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know, Brad Katona, that fight was back and forth, bro. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know if you saw that one, Enzo, the no, Ultimate I, Fighter for now. I didn't watch that fight. Um, right. but that one was, uh, was one of those things where it was, it was a trip how, um, the other guy That's just, why I didn't even the, understand. The other, the other That's guy. That's why I didn't understand how they were like, oh, he's a second, uh, second time winner. And then they said Connor won. And I was like, how did Connor win? Like, yeah, that I aspect, had, I don't really give it credit to on it and aspect, yeah. my aspect, my opinion, but. I give it more like, yeah, he he did win the Ultimate Fighter two times, and he was one of the fighters that so was... So you give it to the fighter, but you don't give it to Connor as the coach? Not so much, because, I mean, but at the same time, this is the ironic part, bro. Mm-hmm. Brad Katona f- trains out of SBG. Yeah, he Iron. trains with Connor. So it's like, yeah. yes and no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you got to give the guy credit, like, at the same time, uh, to some degree. Is he um, also Irish or from Ireland too, right? No, I think he's Canadian actually. Really? Katona. Yeah, he just went to go train out there. Like he took like a weird journey to get to the UFC and whatnot. Um, but yeah, he was he's he won it for the second time. And then this other guy, I think it was Kobala or Habala, something like that. He, uh, he's the one that was the because Brad Katona was the bantamweight um uh for finalist, the one that won. And then there was the the lightweight. The lightweight was Kurt Holobaugh. Okay, and that yeah. was also part of Connor's team. No, I think that one was also. They were both part of, I think, Chandler's team. But then they switched over, or like, no, what? I don't think so. Oh, okay, I think those two were they. So I don't. I honestly don't understand. So what happens was. is that at some point they 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 gave some to Connor. No, no, I understand that they the switch. I'm just saying I don't get and, how Connor and, won if if he only won one of the fights. He won it in the sense of the 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 bantamweight. The bantamweights that were competing, uh-huh. his fighter won. 
Okay. And the lightweights, it was Chandler versus Chandler. So, like, in my opinion. Oh, gotcha. In my opinion, like. It, so, technically, Chandler won both. Yeah. Like, Chandler won, won the whole competition, bro. The fact that Connor had to take some of the other guys' things yeah. was like. And I don't know what to give that credit to if it's because Connor got the newbies. Bro, that, that he had to give up other fighters. And then, well, then uh, like, what? 0-7 or 0-6? Um, for me, the thing is, again, what do you what do you attribute it to that he's has newbies that he's dealing with while other guys have already been in the UFC, yeah. have experience, all mm-hmm. that stuff? Or is it that just Connor was a trash coach? I think he's I don't a know trash you, coach. I don't know what you want. It's up to debate. It's up to what I you want to say. I think he's a trash coach, bro. And, and yeah, I mean, look, the, the evidence is there, bro. Like, if you uh, the first few episodes I watched, bro, Daffa wasn't present. And I get it. He's a businessman. He got other things to do. In my head, I just don't understand why you bring him to this. I, I, I'm assuming the UFC brought him in because they need views for the yeah, ultimate Yeah, it was fight. eyes, bro. It was one of the most but, viewed seasons, bro. Especially because be ESPN honest, pushed it. But to that. be honest, he was never present. He was rarely at the trainings. He was rarely at the weigh-ins. He was rarely... like. He was mainly there just for the fights. The, 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 what I saw online too was the coaches challenge, which where they were in a fucking ice tub for like thirty minutes, bro, just mm-hmm. answering questions like a trivia about each other. And Dana White was upset because he was like, "Why are they in an ice tub for thirty minutes? That can like they can get hurt off of that and whatnot because mm-hmm. it's too too much time in that temperature and whatnot." And and Chandler was like shivering cold, bro, because mm-hmm. no one thought about, bro. So it was pretty. It was an interesting thing, and McGregor ended up winning that thing. But yeah, the. The season was a was a wrap, um, but at the same time, it was like it, it, at the end of the day, I think that it was just dope to see the finalists, you know, to finally get a winner in that, and then we get to see the next whatever the next gonna be. At right now, it's the contender series. It's like the second week out of eight, and that's where Sean O'Malley came out of. That's mm-hmm. where Jamal Hill came out of, and other fighters that are. UFC champions right now. I mean, these two guys that I just mentioned and then other guys that are coming up and whatnot. So, you know, in, in addition hey, to Chito and Pedro... Brandon Moreno came out of there, too. Uh-huh. Brandon Moreno? He came out of the Ultimate Fighter. That's I'm not... talking about the Contender Series. Oh, that's a whole different thing? Yep. Mm-hmm. Break that one down, bro. The, so, the, so Ultimate Fighter is like a reality-type show yeah, where it's reality. like... The Real Housewife? I'm like, the real... It, it, bro, it's like The Bachelorette. If you, yeah. don't, if you don't win, you don't get a rose, bro. You, you go home, dog. They yep. know why he doesn't want to fuck with the you, bro. The whole point, the whole point of the Ultimate Fighter is that it, once you win everything, you get a contract. You get a UFC contract. Yeah. On the contender series, it works the same, but you're not going through a whole season. You show up to fight on Tuesday, and if you get the if you do the best performance of that night, you get a contract. So tomorrow is the contender series. It'll be on at six or seven p.m. And but you these get, fighters are better than the guys that were in the houses. Uh, in a sense, I would say, yeah. Some of them might have already competed in the UFC. Some of them might have not. But, like, there's good talent. The other guy that came out of there was Bo Nickel. Oh, he laid, he laying people out right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, but oh, he's, the, the 17-year-old, though. the 18-year-old that came out of there, Diego? Rojas. Oh, Rojas. Diego, right? His name? I no. Think? Raul Rojas, I think it is. Oh, okay. I think his name, his name is. Diego Rojas, you might be right. I don't know. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. with yeah. the chin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, one that has a, he has a weird, like, lisp. Yeah, yeah. That guy, talk. he came out of the contender series as well. And sometimes you'll have to fight a couple times in contender series. Like, Bonico, I think, fought two or three times in the contender series before getting a full contract. So that's how that works. Those are the two differences. So, um, yeah, we saw Ian Gary taking things very personal. Did you guys see the video where he where it breaks down what Neil Magny said? Where he's like, he's with his son, I'm never going to whip your ass. I'm never going to beat your ass. No, but like what Neil Magny said, though, that pissed off uh, Ian Gary. No, what did he yes, say? Yes, I saw that video. I bro. sent you guys the, the clip of it. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a chance to look at it. Just right. break it down. Tell me real quick. Uh, I, I, like, honestly, I want you to hear it real quick. I'll, I'll play it because I know it's going to be right here. Where the hell is it? The Neil Magny comments. Switch it up on y'all today, huh? All good. It's all good. Oh yeah, the shoes. Yeah, got one. Yeah, all three of us technically, because Byron oh. got his on too. Yeah, we all got. He got one. the black and yeah. yellows. He got the breads. I got the taxis. I got, the, I got Nikes on, but those are the those are the ones you got because they're comfortable. Oh, right? Right? All right, let's right, Or we take grade school switch. You told my mom, and you put the beat on there, and uh, it's a whooping that you give your son now, like to kind of teach him life a little bit. Um, and being a father, I've come quite accustomed to that kind of whooping now, and that's kind of what we're looking forward to giving on Saturday. Supposed to give him the phone. Sir. So I just wanted to, so that they can hear real quick. Uh huh. So what what did he say? Just break just break it down. Uh huh. So he's talking about how like sometimes you have to give 
like a kid's a beat down and whatnot, whatnot. So that's those are the kind of the words he was using. Oh, okay. So and he, he was felt like, like he was the he father says, figure who's going to beat him and down. And then he says, as a father, I've become accustomed to these type of beat downs. That's what he said. Uh-huh. So that that was, that was for Maggie. me. That was for me. That was the part like, because right when afterwards when they showed the part of Gary was wrong. Ian Gary, that's what he picks what out. He picks out that part where he's like, as a father, I've been accustomed to that. That's part where he picks out and he's like. What? Yes. You're accustomed to this? No. I would never. What's my son? What's he my goes son? to go pick up his baby and he's like, yeah, he's like, I would never do that to my son. All right, go back. That's what he did, bro. I'm just trying to give them a, a visualization. That's of fine. What he did. But yeah, so and that's, and then clip it. Like throughout the press conference before the fight, the pre, the pre-fight, post-conference, whatever. He was like, oh, these guys shouldn't talk because he has to think about all his shit he said. And it was all his back and forth. Then we saw the fight. And Neil Magny's... Uh, so the baby beat him up? Calf was not... So the baby beat him up. So, bro. He called Ian and a baby, and then he beat him up. That, 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 those calf kicks were a motherfucker, bro. That, like, honestly, bro, when you play UFC and you start kicking people like that, they fall like that. That's what I was saying. This was a, this and was seeing a, it in real life was a trip. I told, it was he a played trip. the video game a few times before. He was like, uh, is he in the video game already? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't. I, th- I think Neil Magny's in it. I don't know about Ian Gary. I think so. It'd be it. funny if, if like yeah. he just played it like I'm gonna kick the shit. Enzo, Enzo was like, he's walking on one leg, bro. He was, bro. <laughs> like, and you can see him wincing with the pain and all that. Like, oh, that was that was bad. You didn't watch the fights? I didn't watch those, bro. I didn't have the time. I watched like bits and parts, but it's not like I was really like the the two fights that my full attention was on was because I I was in the place so. I was watching it on my phone. Um, I was able to watch the Chito Vera like fully, and then the last one fully. The other ones, it was kind of like glimpses, like where I was like I, I had it on, but I was just like, okay, that's going on, like okay, it's still you know, but it, it's not like I fully watched it like all the way. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. What? Okay, so um, main event. Yeah, that one. I had, what, I had you guys, what did you guys think about that first round? So here, here were my picks. Uh, the it was, so hell, it was like not, it was like nothing going on. I had Marlin for the first one. The second one, I didn't have anybody because I didn't know who they were. Uh, the Bautista and the other dude, I was like, I don't know who these two fighters are, so I didn't have anybody in that one. I had Ian Gary, and I had Whaley, and then I had uh, Sean. Those were my picks. The reason I know, like, I had those picks is because at work we do this betting thing. We all betted ten bucks on this whole card uh, between like three coworkers. So I was like, okay, like these are my picks. This is who I have. Everybody chose um, Alja though. I was the only one that went with Sean in that bet. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, like I hope Sean wins this, bro. So before the fight started, I told myself. I got to place a bet on this card. Mm. So I placed a bet on the whole card. And I do parlays. I like to do parlays. So I did the whole card. And hey, this isn't with Sinners. Vegas, bro. This is with coworkers. His is with Vegas. And then, Sinners. And then Jerome Mershark. I was having a good fight. I thought he was going to win. Then the split decision lost. So one one went to shit. Dude, if I would have won that one, that would have been $640 alone off of 10 bucks. But that one didn't hit. And honestly, on that, Parlay, I think that was the only fight that like that messed you up. Yeah. Okay. Then the other ones, like I think the only one that I had in the prelims was um the Chris Weidman fight, and I had him losing already. I knew he was gonna lose, so I hit on that parlay. And then it was um I, um besides that, I had Marlon Vera, Marlon Vera. I had Mario Batista winning. I had Ian Gary winning. I had Jose Lee winning, and I had Sean O'Malley winning. Hit that one, and down the other one, I had everybody that I said except for Chris Weidman and Brad Tavares. But I said. What if Chris Weidman shocks the world and fucks me up, you know? So I just took him out of that Lex parlay. And they both hit, bro. And, like, the whole time, I didn't want to say anything. I was, like, back there, like... like Shooting bricks. Yeah, bro. And, like, not not really thinking about it much until the Sean O'Malley... Once it hit the main event, bro, I was oh, like... Your nerves were oh, getting Oh, bro. I was like, Sean, you got to do this now, man. You got to... Like, you had no idea. And it's funny because Banda music is in the back, bro. Yeah. So I'm just like shouting, bro, because nobody's hearing me. <laughs> it was hilarious, well, man. Well, so. I mean, the way I saw it is the UFC's been like 
prepping him and grooming him for becoming the champion. So that's something I want to ask Everything you guys right now. has been aiming to him becoming a champion. I want to ask you guys a couple questions about that. That they've been doing. So for me, I was like, it has to happen. It's now or never. Yeah, it really you is know? without or never. Because and and, and, I, I feel like if he would have lost this, he would have never got a title shot again. Yeah, but, it's possible. Because um, I feel like even people like Brian Ortega, like he, he was right there for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like he Volk was just too much. He, he, yeah. he, he, he withstood everything that was thrown at and him. And everybody, everybody was was talking about like, oh, how Aljo got better uh, because... Bro, they're they calling him, him... They were calling him the best bantamweight of all time. Yeah, the, the reason was because remember that he fought Peter Yan, who's also very great with his fist. And everybody was like, well, if he defeated Peter Yan, he could defeat Sean. But I was like, nah. It sucks, a, bro, because difference. Peter Yan fucked up by kneeing him in the head, bro. Because Peter yeah, Yan was... That's how you made him a champion. Was, was, he yeah. was killing him, bro. Yeah. He was destroying him in that yeah. fight, bro. And like, but yeah, besides that, Sterling beat Sanhagen. He beat Henry Cejudo. Yeah. He beat... um, Who's the other cat that he beat recently? I forget that who he beat, too. But he he was beating like all the top the top mm-hmm. guys and all that stuff, so it was pretty valid and whatnot. And Sean O'Malley, that's one thing I want to ask you guys. I mean, I know I had this conversation with Enzo on the like on the chair one day, but do you guys feel like he was giving an easy road to the title? Oh, I definitely. I mean, they set him up slowly. They set up. They they didn't get. I mean, they've they given him like a little bit harder fights these last few fights, but prior to that, he wasn't fighting the top five. Or like the top ten, he was fighting think, a lot of unknowns, bro. Right, that's what I kept saying. On the, like, on the thing. I think I mean, the you most, know what's crazy though. You, you know, say, you know what's crazy. You say that right now. Yeah. For me, after he fought Chito Vera, Chito Vera became a big deal. But yeah, because Chito Vera defeated him. But you know what I'm saying. But, but the reason, but Chito Vera the reason, been in the game for a minute. But you know what no, I mean. No, no, but no, he but was, the, the, he the was though. He, the he difference was. is that uh, off the UFC. Sean O'Malley is a huge individual. He has a huge following outside of the UFC. He has a huge following, and then he also hits markets that way. What, what, I'm, what I'm never going to forget. What exactly. I'm never going to forget. UFC is going to use anybody that's marketable. Like, Not, and, and in my opinion, Chito, Chito has marketability too. Yeah, Not see, the same as Sean O'Malley, but he has his type of the, the thing his that, own the marketability. The reason why he's not going to be the same is because... When you have talking about an American star, bro, yeah, it's different. To a foreign, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you think they're gonna play? That's why you know it's no, funny to but me. But here's the thing: is that Cheeto's big in the Latin in yeah. the Latin market. We went to go see I've him seen, fight, bro. So the reason I say that is because I've seen him in podcasts. Like I'm talking about huge podcasts, like podcasts that have six million, five million followers that he does interviews for, but they're marketed for Latin America. Yeah, I mean, he's Ecuadorian. Where he's speaking in Spanish we saw, and talking bro, to we, them We saw Spanish. it when we were in San Diego and he headlined that car, bro, how... Yeah, bro, Hispanic every, the whole crowd was yeah. literally huh. Ecuadorian flags. Yeah, everywhere. boy that's Ecuadorian went to that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, it's like, what the ironic thing too was that when Sean O'Malley fought him, what did he do, bro? Painted his hair the same color as a flag. Mm-hmm. Then he lost. Yeah. So it's like, like in my opinion, just Sean O'Malley even losing to him, like... Made Chito more relevant in the UFC, gave him good fights. Well, obviously, the, this last why? one against Sanhagen was ass. Talking about other it's ones the like the dump and the hype that the UFC was pushing behind yeah. this kid. Mm-hmm. That's why it made it bigger. The, the fact and that he even like got, when Connor lost, when you know Connor what's crazy right now? Nate, it, it reignited who Nate was, and it was like, oh shit, brought all these people to Nate, and oh, who the fuck Nate? That's is? Why you know what's crazy too? See that 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 Sean O'Malley and um, Chito Vera. Rematch, yeah, it's a must. But Everybody you know what's crazy to too? That. Well, he called them out after. So. Yeah, like talking about this whole thing is um. So Sean O'Malley, this was his first five round fight. Yes, correct. Chito Vera, yeah. whose first five round fight was when we saw him, bro, and and because he was headlining that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it is it is different paths for sure. I mean, but at the same time, he he did fight Peter Yan. It's also like you I know? feel like this is what I also feel like fighters pick. They say yes to. They say sign a contract, right, for a reason. Because as an independent contractor, both of you guys are signing an agreement under the UFC to make a fight happen. Sometimes these fights come through, and he don't want to sign a dot. Yeah, no, and he said he's it protecting a, a record because he's protecting the the image. And like, I and I don't think for for Sean O'Malley, I don't think it was so much protecting his record because at that point he had already lost. No, he he sure. called it O and O, but. For what he even would, before then though, because people were talking shit to him before then that he wasn't fighting nobody. No, for sure. But I think what he his point was Bruh, this is what, his most memorable th- fight for me 
is the one where he fought that Munoz guy, but with the one with the green, green hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, he couldn't knock out, bro. No matter how much Sean but hit that him, that was like that was his just first UFC fight. Forward. Yeah, that was that guy's that first kid's, UFC. That kid's first, first UFC, UFC fight. fight. You fight Sean O'Malley, the guy that they're bringing up, and Sean O'Malley couldn't knock him out, bro. Couldn't knock him out. You know why? Because maybe that kid just had heart, yep. heart of a lion, bro. Sometimes like, like that. for his first, because I feel like it, look, imagine, imagine that kid getting knocked out. He's probably never gonna be nothing in the UFC ever again. The fact that he didn't get knocked out. Makes him another punching bag to somebody else that might need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they so, might call him again so and be like, hey, bro. <laughs> what, what I, what and I, that was a last minute fight, too. Yeah, I was about to say, I think he even stepped in. That was like, a, he stepped into that. I forgot who he's supposed to fight like, like, at. I, I, like, I always compare it to this, bro, because I mean, it's kind of like when you play and you guys always, I mean, I know, man, you play uh, FIFA and you play the, the my career where you play your own player and all that stuff. And like, so I do the same for the UFC, bro. And it's like, you, like you're saying, you get offered fights and it's like, Depending on, on your raking, you're getting offered different type of fights. And for Sean O'Malley, something that he would say is like, I'm not getting paid enough to go fight the top five, the top mm-hmm. ten. And it's like, I understand that That's why he was too. fighting lower. That's what he and was And Patty Pimley has that same mentality, you know what I mean? And there's an argument that it's like those type of mentalities can hurt the sport overall. Which I think that to some degree, it's like, it's a smart career move because it's like, you're putting yourself at risk and it's like, yeah, it can pay off, but it's like, if you have, let's say five fights left in your deal and they offer you a top five fight, but you're not getting paid that type of money. It's like, is it worth the risk when you still have four fights left on your deal? Probably not. It's better if you renegotiate your deal after those four fights and then go top that. So that's something that Sean O'Malley did. That's something that even Connor would do. He said that he would renegotiate his fight after a certain, he was renegotiating his fight. It was like, the one and done that you have, you it have, was like the one and done that LeBron does signs one year contracts. You have is when you're like, okay, they have those because he's getting championships because mm-hmm. he's taking your teams to the finals, or because like in Connor's case, he was garnering the viewership, he was garnering the knockouts, like it was all in one. So it, if you have the leverage, you can do that. But yeah, not everybody no, can but do even that. even Sean O'Malley, once he got that contract, he was like, I feel comfortable. The numbers I'm getting now, I'm 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 happy, and I and I'm gonna do these fights now. You know what I mean? And it's like. And we've seen Izzy's breakdown. Once you get the pay per view points, it's a whole other ball game. Like Sean O'Malley now has that on his. I mean, on just his, think about the fact that he leech. dropped an interview with Nell Boys right before that that card. Yeah, and that also gains in views. That's what I'm saying. It's that he's garnering views from several places where outside of the UFC, he's a big figure. It's crazy to me that they already put the the knockout on 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 YouTube like that. Like usually they don't they won't put that on like. Not that soon. Maybe they'll show like a reel, but they're showing the whole round from the beginning. And I'm like, damn, like they're really trying to push that shit because they are trying to make them fight in December again in, in Vegas. That'll be, that'll be crazy. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of there's a lot of good fights coming up. We got, I think, in a couple of weeks, how the yeah, fighting thing, Strickland. Where to see Cheeto with all that hair? Yeah, he was bald a he few bald. months ago. Hair grows fast, though. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he didn't I, even do a haircut, bro. Just you think right. we'll see a switch in in, in title? Holders between Adesanya and Strickland? Nah. Fuck no. Nah. He's he's easy keeping that. I don't even know. That's the other thing. It's like this kid Strickland has talked his way up there. Well, the other South African guy said he was injured, so that's why Izzy was like, "All right, well, I'm still, I still want to fight." So. You're down on the list now. Strickland's in. Who was the other, the other the guy? The dude that, that was like, he went up to on, him. My, remember when he was looking? Come he was, on, my Negro. When Adesanya was like all drunk and we started his crib, and he came up to, he came up to him after oh, the fight. Oh, the white guy. Yeah, the South okay, African. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was thinking something else, but yeah. Yeah. You know right. what I mean, so that that's that was supposed to be it, but then he he was said he was injured, so then Strickland's Damn, into bro. fight. Excuses, bro. Exactly, bro. Excuses, exactly. bro. So you know, you so he got saying scared, that. bro. He's bro. just pr- trying to prep more for him. Grasso Valentina. Two. I think Valentina gets it back. Hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I'm all for Mexican champion. All that. I but. mean, Valentina was dominating her until I mean uh, the the. The, she got the she grappling, got yeah. but I, I feel like Valentina can get it back. If Valentina doesn't get it back, I don't see how. Um, I feel like that was one of those I, nights that it just she wasn't hitting. She was off. She was off. But I feel like if she doesn't get it back, I don't know how entertaining the women's side of the division is going to be. Right. Because it's, what, it's gone down since Amanda left. One way or the other, though, I see Wei Lee going up, maybe changing for that one twenty five pound division. 
Just because, like I said, I, like Amanda left and it hasn't been as entertaining since she left. If Valentina loses her, then you lose another commodity of entertainment. Yeah. Because Valentina has been it's that just, fighter that's been dominating. It's just the new generation of fighters that's coming in yeah. right now. We're seeing it with Sean O'Malley. We're seeing it with Ian Gary. With uh, the I mean, Rock but Monos. I would love to see like who comes out of the women's division that's that entertaining, like personality wise, and you know that's that when we like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That there was even rumors of bringing her back, and I was like, no, stop <laughs> it. Like I she might come back. Yeah, yeah there was that. Nah, nah, just let her be. Like you don't need to just bring her, her back. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Besides that, we also have uh, Charles Islam too. Okay. What do you guys think about that? It's going back to Abu Dhabi again, which I am so upset about. I do not think that should be happening in Abu Dhabi. No, it should be happening in Brazil. But no, it's a, it's in Vegas, at least. Didn't it happen in Brazil Be- already? It's happened in Abu Dhabi the first time, bro. Well, that I mean, was the night that Sean O'Malley fight Puriyan. Yeah. It was a year ago. Mm-hmm. In October. Bro, last here's year. the other question I have. Winners is, call shots and maybe he gets more viewership. Here's the other question I have, though. Is nah, Khabib going to be in his corner this time? I don't know. But at the same because time... Because if Khabib I, is in his corner... I feel like he got he got it. I won't, we won't know that till come October. Bad Dave, David today. I'm gonna have to go watch oh, really? that interview. Yes, I'm, I'm down to watch that too. It's interesting. So he. I, and the, I, and the, I'll the say hype, this: Khabib, the hook on the caption says, um, Megaf, uh, come back or something like that." I was like, oh, "Khabib um, is a is a very wise person too." So I'll give him that. I will listen to what he has to say in some in some aspect. Jones versus Miocic. Ah, Jones got that. And then he's retiring. There's nothing else for him to fight there. Edwards Covington. Mm, I feel like Kobe can actually get it from Edwards. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you got to understand, like, Kobe Covington has been number one for the longest. And he can beat anybody in that division except Usman. He hasn't fought Edwards either, so we'll see. Um, So I, and, and the thing is, if Leon had a challenge against Usman, because let's be honest, he was not defeating Usman. I mean, he defeated Usman just because Usman played with his food. Yeah. Usman did not want to finish that fight early. He could have ended it early so many times. He let the guy live. And that mistake of letting him live cost him with that kick. Because if it's not for that kick... You know Usman wins that fight. By the way, I um, think his, his ground defense was good enough for not not to go down. That's who's why so Leon Edwards again? Yeah, nah, I, I think what so I'm too. saying is Kobe has been dominating. He's been number one. Kobe can definitely destroy Leon, bro. His last fight was um versus Ch- uh, Masvidal. Yeah, so we'll have to see how he comes back on that one. Um, yeah, I was about to say something else, and it totally slipped my mind right now. Mm. But yeah, we have those fights coming up. Oh, yeah. Covington. Uh, Jones said that he didn't want to share the card with Covington. Interesting. Is it true? Or, or? I've heard a lot of things because I heard that from from the Jones side. And then I heard on that. There's Kobe. That, that, yeah, because he used to be roommates in college. And then oh, that, I didn't know that. And then Covington basically said that he um he got booted from the from that card because of Jones. Type shit. So it's like, yeah, that's 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 very interesting. But uh, doesn't Usman also know him from college years? Covington? Yeah, but they weren't college roommates. Him and oh. Covington and Jones. That's how they know. They were like. Roommates. I wonder if Jones also knows Usman from back then as well. They 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 they're familiar with each other. Yeah, from yeah. what I've seen in interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, crazy how they all know each other. Who? Like all these fight these fighters. Yeah, like I mean, especially because the wrestling community, it's a yeah. different, it's a different little shit going on there. You know, Shane. It's like the barber community, I'm saying, or the aviation community, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lakers have released their schedule. Season opener is in Denver versus the Nuggets. Lakers Damn, home bro. opener is is against the Phoenix Suns. Against the Suns, yes. And then yeah. uh, Christmas will be against the Celtics here in LA. That's LA? ugly. MLK versus the Thunder. The Thunder. The first Clipper game will be November first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's the hard-ass teams, bro. Bro, That's honestly. hard-ass whistle, bro. bro. <laughs> the schedule is <laughs> no joke, bro. But he's practiced that so much for the years and all the time. Fucking, <laughs> fucking creep. What are you talking about? He's in the show. That's the guy that's creepy. Hey, Chris. 
<laughs> Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. And he goes, get your little fat ass. <laughs> bro, I'm coming for that job, bro. Whenever that voice actor's done, bro, I'm coming for that job, bro. I'm telling you right now. Do it again. Seth MacFarlane. Coming for that. Do it again. Hey, Chris. That's <laughs> a, that's a mighty fine throw you had there. <laughs> And he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll do those little noises, bro. Have you seen his dog, bro? Your dog be dragging his feet and shit, bro. Poor dog and shit, bro. He's all old and everything, too. Yeah, uh, man. Good times, good times. So, yeah, bro. Uh, what game are you guys looking forward to? What are you guys looking forward to when it comes to NBA season, the Lakers season, this season? What's going on? What's in your mind? I mean, first, we have to see how this team and plays together. I mean... I- it's the same team, bro. It's the same team. Not with necessarily, good at- because it- you got to see how the new pieces work. Yeah, but they're it's comp- the same starting five. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. It's the same key pieces yeah. that got us the to where we got team. to last year. Yeah, but but we've added new pieces that we don't. We know didn't lose anybody. Function. That's like, oh, we lost Roy Hachimura. Uh, oh shit, Austin well, we Reeves. Got to think about where these guys were before they came here. Yeah, like, we lost Dennis, but to me, Dennis was like a given. Dennis to lose. was great on defense, bro. Um, and Dennis, to me, it's like. Ever since, ever since, it, ever since he yeah. rejected that contract from the Lakers back then, it just it messed him up in that aspect. He should have taken that contract; he would have been set here. Yeah, that. But at the same time, now he's. I think he got a good opportunity elsewhere because he played himself into a better contract. But we have someone that I'm looking forward to seeing, which in Gabe Vincent. You Gabe think Vincent. Gabe can? I think I'll so. Play Dennis? I think so. I hope so. Well, he was in the finals, so maybe, and he was the one of the guys on the Heat that was mm-hmm. hitting lights out. He was. Uh, 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 no, I know that three, he was shooting. Was I'm talking about his defense, though. I know uh, that he was a, a, a shooting, but I'm talking about his defense. You think that he can defend better than Dennis? Like the way Dennis was on Curry? Well, I mean, this Curry's kind of, that's a, he was probably on, on Curry, but that almost stopped 35 that he dropped on Dennis, I'm sure, because he didn't stop Curry. Nah, well, what happened with when we were playing the Warriors, Vanderbilt did a lot of work on Curry, too, bro. Vanderbilt, like, he was. Well, he asked for him. That dude Reeves too. So it's like it when it comes to that, the, the Lakers start to like they'll switch they use, players they on they you, use bro. The length on, on Curry. That's yeah, what all that. Was saying. You know what I mean? I think Gabe Vincent. He, he's gonna. It's it's one of those things that nah, like definitely dude, Dennis is gonna be missed, but I feel like Vince. They uh, what is his name? Vincent Gabe Vincent. Gabe, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Last Vincent. Game, last name he's is Vincent. Definitely gonna be a a guy that we're gonna like because he's gonna be hitting threes. Yeah, no, exactly. I know that. He I know that he's good too. as a he's point guard. He's gonna be like, um, yeah, he has like KCP point. when KCP yeah. won. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I know that they got him so that if uh, Russell's having an off night, he's the guy that can do the threes for them. I understand the purpose of this of why they have him. You get me? A three and D player. Yeah, I understand the purpose of him. Uh, but what about the other guy, the center that they got, the guy they got from the Pelicans? We shall see. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm still, um, I, and then we I, got that the, kid from Portland, so, like so Cam I, Radish too. The, so the, like the the film that I've seen on the the first one you said the the guy from the Pelicans, yeah, uh, yeah, Hayes. He he he. That guy likes for me. He's like a younger version of what we had from Javale McGee. Likes to run with the ball. Likes to defend. Likes to block, rebound, and I and that's what the the Lakers very much so need. And you put layer that up with Anthony Davis. I think that's gonna be beautiful. So you think Anthony's gonna play the four? Like they're gonna be doing that that lineup where he's gonna play the four and that. Kid's I think gonna he's play gonna five? play. I think he's gonna stay playing the five a lot more. Okay. Given what we have, the other guy is who Torian Prince, right? The one again from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. guy that has that type of player. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Is he's a big body? I think he's like six eleven or something like that, though. Uh, like six. Think so. I think six nine. Um, but still, big body down there. Uh, the other guy was that that we spoke about. That's a two way player. Was the guy that came out of college, the one that went to I believe, um, forget what what college it went to. But when, oh, they got two guys. One that we're talking about though, the big man. Remember you sent that? You sent that Florida. back. Came out of Florida. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That that dude. Did he, he even make the team though? He's two way player. So he's gonna he's gonna have some he's gonna have some playing time. I feel like at some point. Plus that kid, uh, the draft kid we got. Um, what do you guys think we're gonna see out of? Um, is Gabriel still on the team or no? Who? Nah. Wayne Gabriel? Yeah, he's Because if he's not, then that kid might get a lot more time. I don't think Wayne Gabriel's still on there. Let me check it out. That, that white boy from uh, 
You know who I was sad that they, the Lakers didn't go for on the draft was that Mexican kid from U- UCLA, the one that went to Florida. He went to Miami. I think he had a the, the Lakers had the pick right after, right before him. So they could have, but they, no. But he went 18. Lakers have 17. Yeah, they got 17. Yeah. So they could have. They could have got, got him. It's just I'm thinking markability. Like if you would have got that kid, the jersey sells because he's Mexican. He was already uh, in LA too. You know, yeah, and he was already in LA. He was already playing for UCLA. You guys think Max Christie will be in more into the a deeper role in this this team <sighs> this year? Yet. I mean, he's he's he been had, in the shadows had, for two years. He already. had a good summer league. Yeah, I was about to say that he's been in the shadow. For summer two. league was good. The so, Moy Hodge was another one that came out of the summer league. You know who I think is going to have a phenomenal. The Moy I see, the, the Moy I like is Austin Reeves because he's balling out in oh, and FIBA. Yeah, he's balling. It's funny, bro. He's taking out the tricks in the FIBA. I, I saw something right now where it was like on Facebook where they were talking about people were mad that Austin Reeves got got into the team or something like that, and now he's getting more points than like or more playing time than like almost any other player on on the squad right now. He's a smart it's heart, bro. Did you guys see his full send podcast? Yeah, I like this podcast. This, this kid is it's because the thing about what people don't understand about him it's not only his IQ. Yeah, bro, he has like he, he, he's a student of the game, bro. He was he, talking about how like he Rondo was the, in the in the podcast. Where he, he talked about Rondo's why game. he gets along with LeBron, and then he, why he gets along with LeBron is because they can just talk about footage and games right. and just that IQ level and and, and player like bro, Kobe would have loved this kid for sure, for sure. Choked up just trying to think that right there, like straight bro. up. Hey man, it's, it's like, Kobe's birthday tell, this week. You can tell by what they you know, what, the way they play. And the the thing about players like Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant studied the guys before him. And then when you go as a player like myself, I went back and watched. The, like I remember, there was a holy grail at one point as a basketball player that you would get a Michael Jordan five DVD set. That everybody that's seen this, if you've seen this, it was like highlights, documentaries about Michael Jordan, all types of shit, bro. And you studied it. I remember one of my boys let me borrow it. His name was Mike, and bro. We were at Tyrone Park right there on Lennox and Van Nuys, Tyrone and Van Nuys, and Vanoin, I mean. And he was like, here, bro, you need to watch this. Change your life as a basketball player. So it's like, I'm sure Kobe Bryant was, I've heard it, I've seen tapes of him saying he watched like um, Bernard King and all these dudes. Like, Yeah, well, you got to, you got to watch, you got to watch the ones that came before you in order to get an idea. So it's kind of crazy. And and the other thing is, is, I've seen a lot of footage talking about like what makes you a, a, you know, a good basketball player. It's not you just dribbling and making all these tricks, you know, and looking fancy on the court is how quickly and efficiently can you get into the movements to get the ball into the hoop. That's what makes you efficient. That's what makes you good. Is can you do the same amount of moves and less moves? You know? That's for sure a fact. You know, so it's and it's the same thing in soccer. I, th- I talked about that last time. Huh? Like in soccer, it's not about the guy that fancy that dribbles or run, runs fast. That's not who is really good in soccer. It's about who has the mind in the IQ. So you're talking about like someone like Modric? Do like, yeah, you, Modric. One but touch, these, two touch. Like, but it's these, just touch the ball. Guys, I feel like, but that doesn't mean that these guys haven't mastered those skills. Yeah. That's one thing we still have to put out there because I feel like. Oh, no. If, if it, st- st- but when you see if their warm-ups, like, right. like Steven, yeah. um, um, Steph Curry's warm-ups, bro, are ridiculous. He's, yeah. doing, he's taking shots that he doesn't even have to make in a game. Yeah. But he's just taking the shots in warm-ups just yeah. to, like. Show you like this is how much work I put in this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like no, and I I agree I agree with you on that. But that's because say, there's no clock on that. They say what there's no name, clock. Like, there's um, no like Kyrie, bro, on his handles. He does stuff that people are like, man, if this guy like he could score on anybody, he could do anything with his left hand, his right hand, and he's he's small, but he's like Kyrie. Irvin is probably one of the coldest guys to ever dribble a basketball. And in basketball, it's more about dribbling, too. So yeah. that if you have a hell of a skill with dribbling to free you up to make the shot. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're right when you said that, that you are are elite when the less moves you need to make mm-hmm. to get to the hoop. Exactly. That's elite. That's elite. That's elite. That's what, that's what elite basketball is about. If, if, but, if, but that's what I mean because there's a time difference. You got you got 24 seconds, so you got to be efficient when you're moving. Right. And that's what I mean. The, when you're you talking about warm-ups, like, warm-ups are about there's no time. You can be fancy. You can Right, right. But that, what I was saying know? is like mastering like the arts because mm-hmm. or the skills because attributes. Because like you know how like in the – when you're in the, my, my careers, when you create these players like – 
you could either buy the the attributes or you could actually put in the hours to master the guy's work. And I've been in the, on that end of like trying to master your left hand as a basketball player. And bro, it's, it takes hours. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can only imagine like guys like Kobe Bryant, Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Now that you brought him up, do you think Dame ends up leaving? Or is he That's still staying? I'm still wondering like about That's that, tough. bro. Or do you think the Lakers do a move and get rid of a bunch of players to get them in? That'd be it, and look if I, for me something like that is always going to come down to the trade deadline, maybe. maybe a little bit before, but I think it's going to be a trade deadline. And if, for example, the Lakers or there's a team that they're like they're like kind of desperate or something like there, that, collapsed. probably. I don't think it'd be. Just but I don't the think the, I don't be the straight up. It'd be like a four or three team trade, or something like that for it, sure. It's not happening because you. Well, can't, they had a three team trade and it collapsed. Can't gut your whole fucking bench just for a player like him yeah that you're not getting because it'd be a signing trade too. For like, me, no, no, for, no, it'd be a, just a trade. For me, depth is what's going to be able to compete with a team like the Phoenix Suns. It's going to be. It's going to be what it, it's going to be able to get you over the hump like yeah, against no any bench. other big deep. Good team, like. So what do they have they, on their bench? They don't have no. Bench. I think they've rounded it out. They've gotten some bench, but it's still like they're still heavily dependent on like. And that's the thing, though, too, though. Because like, they even bro, got rid of pain. The, the NBA, you can't when you, you go to the playoffs, bro. It's a seven, eight man rotation, and not just that, too. Like as long as you leave one or two of those guys in there, bro, like you're straight. It's an <laughs> eight crazy, man. Bro. Bro. Nah, their starting five is insane. Yeah, we'll see how they're that starting works. five. Is, and, it, and I heard it. I don't they, think I Cameron Payne stood though. I don't think no, he's there anymore. Payne is gone. That's crazy. Talked about on a podcast, I think, recently. Yeah. Was he with Paul George? I forgot which one he was on. You guys, you watch that Paul, that yeah, Paul George sometimes. one? I like Paul George's the podcast. George's Have you guys seen the good. one with Lonzo Ball and, and Trey Young? No, I, I, I saw you sent that yet. clip today, though. That is bro, sad. That shit's sad, bro. Where he's talking about, like, he like the injuries has, hasn't permitted him to get well, the full bro, potential of the Pelicans. that and the Chicago Bulls that they had set it up perfectly. Like, the team was surrounded around his skill to, DeMar to DeRozan, thrive and everybody. Yeah. That he, said he was this, balling when he was there. Bro, balling. It's true. So he, but the way he sounded, bro, made it seem like he don't think he gonna come back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have that speculation around that league. Yeah, for him to even talk like that is kind of crazy, bro. So Inter Miami Messi first cup that is that they that he's won now with team. Um, Ronaldo has won one with with Al Nasser. Al Nasir, I don't know how you say it. Yeah, but uh, Messi's was international, sir. Um, they were playing against Mexican teams. Ooh. The other one was just in Saudi Arabia, so that's a domestic cup. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, Ronaldo's was a but domestic was, cup. It wasn't the best Mexican and the best uh, MLS teams. Yeah. Why do you say it wasn't? Because it wasn't the best. I'm trying to say that Messi's was better, bro. But all I right, trying to say you want to say it wasn't. I'm trying right, to say bro. what I'm trying to say. Speak. They're both in 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 like mid level uh, stars. Next soccer league, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not like, I mean, the the they're garnering players now because these two guys went to the leagues respectively. But nobody's coming to the MLS, bro. What, what do you mean? Talk about um, players. So, um, players have Busquets been going to Saudi. Came. To Saudi, they've been going because they're getting paid. A lot of players have left to Saudi because jo- Jordi Arba's here. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a player that did say recently that they're gonna That's come at the end of his career, bro. So what, bro? But a lot of players. So Busquets at the end of his career, but bro. Would you say we'll talk about players that are like? Let me ask. Still you. in their twenties and they're going to no, Saudi. Oh bro. yeah, I understand he, that. But who's going over there right now? But the people. Yes, um, what's his name? Neymar's old. Fucking what's his Benzema's name? Benzema's old, old too. Benzema's old too, bro. They're not like let me, guys. You, in their you know who's someone? Right, but right, look, what about you know the who, other players like Kante? What about the other players like Laporte? What about players like Fabiano? He's probably like. About players like Henderson, what a, like anymore. there's a bunch of young players mid like twenty year olds aren't going after going the bag. No, no, but it's like the bag. Yes, I no, agree the, with you. I, I the think young that players aren't going for the bag right now. The young players are like, I want to stay home. Or, uh, nah, bro, the they're guys. going for the bag for going to Saudi. Here's the other thing they're doing. In order to play in Saudi, they don't live in Saudi. They live in Bahrain. Because in Bahrain, you can drink, you can party, you can do everything. So they live in Bahrain, and then basically Bahrain is a neighboring country. And then they go play in Saudi. So you know who's a player that said that they would, that they they want to come to MLS once, like, yeah, the latter part of their career? Hmm. It was Griezmann. Recently. Yeah, Griezmann said that recently. I mean, yeah, he's already, I think, in his 30s, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so. I I see that as a possibility already. I I hope that the message. Your possibility. 
does translate in, in um better soccer players just coming to the MLS? Here, I know. What, I know that they're gonna be in the latter part of their career, the but still, thing, I think it'll 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 like it'll work out for here's like. A, here's guess. the crazy thing: Miami brought three players, three players that all have played with each other and known each other for years. With three players from Barcelona, they have dominated these matches. <laughs> Bro, you just have Jordi Alba feeding Messi the entire time. Who's gets feeding them, bro? Like, ah, dude, it's insane when you watch it. You're like, dude, you gotta be kidding me! Like, how much they're freaking dominating this thing? Yeah, I agree. I, I think they I, I like still it. gotta play like some guys like LAFC and Galaxy and Illuminati. Ah, I mean, they they're still gonna like play against other teams, but I don't, I don't see LAFC beating them, bro. I don't see like. One of the best teams was Nashville, and I, I I don't see them even. They played Nashville; they dominated them. Like it's insane, bro. Like Hawk, these guys are old, but they're dominating them just because they're. I, once again, going back to what we're talking about, IQ. They're literally dominating these other teams just on IQ. It's not even. It's not like Messi's running the, all the time, or Jordi Alba's running all the time, or Busquets. Those players are slow for their age now. It's literally IQ, and that's the difference is they know when to run, when not to run, what? like when to feed the passes, and you're seeing all We're this. We're coming to the right league to play, bro, because that the way— The thing that sucks is that the players they're surrounded with don't have that IQ, and that's why they're conceding goals. That's why you're seeing matches that go 4-3, 2-4. Like, the, Miami's conceding a lot of goals, yeah, but it has sure. to do with that they don't have the players— with that IQ in order to defend. Without without a doubt. You know what I mean? And you can't do you can't say solve all the problems but the, at the same the, time. The, the American players are stupid. <laughs> they don't have that IQ, bro. Out. So they're stupid. <laughs> the European code so I mean if that's how you want to break it down. If that's how you want to break it down, those are your words. No, no, no. I'm asking you, my brother. Those are not my words. My, those my, are your words. That is a question I'm posing to you and I need the answer to. I will not say that about them. I'm just saying that they're not at the competitive level to play like the way they play in Europe. Because of what? And if and if they are in the competitive level to play because in Europe, what, though? they get taken to Europe. But because of what? Once again, it all depends on your IQ, bro. If you so are that good, stupid. they'll take you over there. So that means you're stupid. Uh, once again, those are your words. IQ and stupidity. High IQ means you're intelligent. Correct. Once again, those are your words. Low IQ means you might be a little dumbass or stupid. Once again, those are your words. <laughs> hey, man. Clipping like that. I was raised this way. <laughs> what happened now? And so.